Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life. And for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. In this episode, we are going to speak with a partner of a local commercial real estate firm who specializes in tenant representation in the Twin Cities. We're going to get to the latest on the market in just a moment. First, we're going to hear from our show sponsors, JAK CPAs and Sunbelt Business Advisors. Many business owners planning a business transition feel overwhelmed and don't know where to begin. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knutson & Company, can guide you to make sense of the numbers and tax pieces of your transition. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we have assisted many companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business successfully takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. You wouldn't go deep-sea fishing without a guide, or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with Sam Eicher, partner at CRE Partners, specializing in agent and tenant representation in commercial real estate. Sam focuses on being an advisor for business owners on lease negotiations, relocation, and building purchases in the Twin Cities. And I'm super excited to have you on the show today, Sam. I know we've <laughs> there's been a couple of times when we had to reschedule because I had COVID and you were out of town. And gosh, here we are now, finally. And I think the timing is perfect, right? Yeah, thanks for, us for to having be, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For us to be talking about this. I know that um, you're, you've been very busy in your business and so much has happened, right? So we're going to get to all of those things. But before we actually dive in right to the interview, I always like to ask people, what, how did you get into the business that you're in? Like what inspired you? What, what was it about commercial real estate? So I uh, graduated from college in 2010 and, and uh, you know, probably wasn't the best market to be looking for a job, but you know, in my, yeah, (laughs) in my, in my search for, um, you know, a position in, in sales, um, I met with a few different brokers in the industry and, um, luckily one was willing to take me in and I was working with them for, you know, a little four or five years and decided that if I was going to stick it out in the industry, that it was time to, you know, do it on my own and, and, you know, kind of jump, jump all in. So, um, a little over seven years ago, I, I partnered up with, uh, my current business partner and, and, uh, we've been, we've been enjoying it ever since. Wonderful. 
So are you, uh, your 50, 50 owners then? Is that how it works or do you have other partners or? Yeah. So in our industry, it's, it's, it's a, you know, a little bit different. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's brokerage. So we're, we're essentially eat what we kill. And, and when we, when we partner together on projects, we, we kind of, you know, negotiate fairly on how we think that should go. Sure. So. Sure. And I would imagine that you've got relationships, not only all over the twin cities in the industry, because everybody's got their specialty, but also in different parts of the country, right? Yep. So, you know, a big majority of what we do is here in the Twin Cities, but we do Mm -hmm. have clients that, you know, might be expanding outside of the Twin Cities into other markets or, you know, representing clients here locally that have larger, um, you know, locations throughout the country. So, Mm -hmm. you know, partnering with other brokers and and different people in the industries throughout the country can sometimes uh, come into play and and we can be a resource for, you know, whatever our clients might need. Uh, Mm -hmm. locally or nationally. Yes. Well, that's what I've always appreciated about you, Sam, is that you're you're a collaborative professional in the field that you're in, and not everybody is collaborative, right? Not just in your industry, but any industry. Sometimes people just want to do it all themselves, keep it all to themselves, but that's not who you are. You're client-centric and making sure that your clients are happy, which, of course, you know, the ripple effect of that is that you get a lot of referrals. And I understand from our previous conversation that you've been working with some really large national, like Fortune 500 firms. Yeah. So, you know, one of my biggest clients that I've been working with for quite a while now, it, it's died down a little bit based on, you know, kind of how how they operate and some of the things they've been doing with real estate. But, you know, it 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 taught me a lot, you know, I've, working with a firm like that, that has very large credit, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, landlords want to have in their buildings kind of gives you a different, um, aspect of, you know, how, how to view a real estate transaction. And, you know, then when you're going and working with, uh, more local business owners, which is a majority of our clients, mm-hmm. um, we know how to approach and compare, um, you know, how their finances might look or how deals look for those companies and do our best to try and, you know, match that for our local business owner clients and, you know, leverage the things that, you know, are are most important to them. So. Well, in, in having these relationships with these larger organizations, firms, that has to lend enormous credibility to your expertise, right? Yeah, you know, you learn a lot and you're, you know, you're kind of forced to you're forced to uh, become an expert in what you're doing when you're working with those groups if, if you're going to keep that going. So, um, you know, we take a lot of pride in, in helping our clients. And mm-hmm. um, whether it's a, you know, 1,000 square foot user or a, mm-hmm. you know, 50,000 square foot user, we're going to put the same effort and attention to that, to that client. And I think that's, that's how in the long run we're going to be able to keep getting and uh, keeping the good clients that we have. And the fact that you have added so much, right, to your own intellectual property in terms of market knowledge and, you know, uh, I would imagine that putting these different types of deals together and representing different types of companies, whether large, small, or medium, has really kind of changed the game for you, right? Yeah. In so, what you know, I mean, I, I you probably could write a whole book about all this. Yeah, and and every deal's different. It's it's kind maybe of, you should. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny in our industry. You know, you can you can think things are going perfect and yeah. and you know what's going to happen, but there's always something that you know becomes a hurdle, and and you learn new things every, you know, really every deal with every client. Um, there's something new you can learn, um, but we try to take you know maybe even some mistakes you made in the past to uh, make sure they don't happen again and. 
And, um, you know, over the course of time, working with all kinds of variety of uh, business owners, tenants, um, different types of landlords you work with, uh, you try to you try to put that all together and make sure that when you're going into a deal, you you understand it before before you you know negotiate it. All right. So let's talk about the typical client. Like, if you were going to describe your ideal client, what would that look like? Yeah. So you know we work in a wide range of um, areas of the industry, but we focus on tenant and buyer representation. Mm-hmm. So um, you know we're looking to represent a business owner one. Um, and then, you know, th- the ideal client would, would likely be someone with, you know, a growth mindset that is looking to, you know, find a, you know, find a, a location for their office or their retail business or their, you know, warehouse uh, that can fit the potential for growth. And then also, you know, partner with them long term, you know, to be their sure. resource for, you know, if, if they need to relocate or change, you know, change the way they view their uh, real estate, you know, we can be here to to help them with that. Well, and so then it would seem to me that as your clients get to know you and their business grows, they come back, right? So they almost end up being like clients for life. Yeah, that's the hope is is that <laughs> yeah. after we help them the first time and they Ta-da. see that, yeah, <laughs> the and lights went on for me, Sam. <laughs> they did, yeah. And you know, our goal is to you know make sure our clients understand that they're you know we're putting their best interest first. Yeah. And we think that at the end of most transactions, they see that, and we're going to shoot it straight with them. Okay, let's switch gears for a second, Sam. Everybody's been impacted, right, by the pandemic and businesses in good ways and bad ways in between. And I'm sure that you have experienced some situations, right, with your clients where maybe they had to renegotiate or or whatever, Um, and you were in the middle of that. So how, uh, maybe things are different now because things seems to be a a little bit better, but we're going to get into the future of real estate in a second. But I just wanted to have you touch on how COVID has changed things for your business and and how have you approached that? Yeah, so COVID changed things for everyone. Uh, You know, a lot of our clients just kind of put the pause button on, on real estate. So some of them have continued now after, you know, getting through the, you know, the main part of COVID and how that changed their business. Mm-hmm. Some of them are back in growth mode. So that's great. So we're busier with users looking for office space and, and willing to commit to a little bit more term. What we were seeing, you know, in the, in the main part of COVID for a little over a year was people were just afraid to commit long-term to any real estate. So there was a lot of short-term lease transactions mm. and, you know, people that were just not ready to make a long-term commitment without knowing how this was going to affect their business long-term. So now where we're at is people are a little more comfortable with their situation and making a decision to, you know, proceed with their business and, and, and commit long-term. Could we um, go down the path of just talking a little bit about downtown and, you know, how is that, how's that looking right now? Like from what your perspective? Yeah. So, you know, we, we've been seeing a lot of subleases downtown and yeah. just subleases in general in the market. And, um, I think it's going to take some time, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's hope is that downtown picks up and, and is vibrant and does well. I think mm-hmm. it's good for everybody when right. that's the case. So, yeah. um, hopefully we can get through this tough part mm-hmm. and, 
have some bigger, you know, firms commit to being downtown and, and stabilize that part of the industry. Cause I think it's good for everybody. But right now there's just a lot of subleases and uncertainty in in the office market in general. Sure. And so, uh, we just got to see kind of how that, how that mm-hmm. pans out. Well, I have a couple clients who've got some space or will have some space soon in the suburbs. Um, whether they're transitioning out or they're expanding into another building and they want to lease the one that they have out or whatever it is. Um, are you seeing the attraction for moving a business or expanding a business out in the suburbs versus, you know, somewhere else? Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of people look to get to the suburbs, um, in the last year and a half, Mm -hmm. whether a, a, a business is currently there or, you know, relocating from the cities, mm-hmm. um, there's just typically a little bit more flexibility and a little bit more aggressive deals to be had from landlords that, you know, aren't in the class A properties and are looking to fill their building. So mm-hmm. um, when you're in the suburbs, you just see a little bit more of that. Um, and, you know, we've had a really high uh, uptick in small business owners that are looking to acquire real estate. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is there isn't a lot of small real estate for these businesses to purchase. So right. we're trying to find that demand, mm-hmm. wh- whether that's the uh, you know business owners that just are finally saying, "Hey, I want to own my real estate and quit paying a landlord," mm-hmm. or it's just the you know the long term vision that you know most businesses, if they're going to you know be doing well for the next ten years and can you know pay themselves instead of a landlord, it's just beneficial for that business. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have potential for growth or change in your business, you know that's where leasing property a lot of times can make more sense. Right. It really does depend on the business and on the goals of the business owner because I have, I have everything right with my clients. You know, some are wanting to lease, can you know continue to lease and expand and continue to lease. Others are wanting to buy right and get out of the lease and it's kind of runs the gamut. So it depends on what their goals are and if they're looking for legacy right and they want the business to continue. Uh, whether it's with, you know, an internal buyer, family business, um, or management buyout, whatever it is, if legacy is the big deal, then a lot of times real estate has something to do with that, right? And versus the ones that are selling externally, and we're going to talk about that in a minute too, right? Because you've had some things come up um, that we talked about earlier that we want to share at the end here. Um, but I'm going to switch gears again, because I think that it's time to do that, and we're running out of time. Um, but I really want to touch on Sam's Crystal Ball. And, you know, everybody is kind of speculating on what to expect going into the new year. And we're close. So 2022, what are you thinking? Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. You know, the, there there's a lot of businesses out there that are struggling and might not be, you know, as optimistic for 2022. But we're seeing a lot more companies that are positive and and being aggressive towards expanding or you know committing long term uh, for their office their their you know pizza joint their you know their warehouse space so um, it's it's a lot different vibe than we had a year ago mm-hmm. and I think 2022 is going to continue to be uh, a rebound year for commercial real estate and you know we'll have our challenges we'll have things we need to you know adjust to and and get used to the new normal. Um, of our business, just like any business, but uh, I think the outlook is positive. And money's still cheap. Yeah. Right? So that's yep. good on the purchase side. So that's good. Yep. Okay. We've reached the time of the show where I like to ask my guest for um, words of wisdom, takeaways, action items. Um, you know, we touched on this just a little bit ago about how 
buyers don't always, you know, like I, I've got a story with a, a client who's, who owns their real estate, they're selling their business, they were hoping that the buyers would be interested in either leasing from them or buying the building and the buyers interested in neither because they have their own space elsewhere in the Twin Cities. And so that part of their plan for transition isn't going to work out, but it's still going to be a really good deal. But you run into that, right? We were talking about that earlier. So um, what are some of the things that you've seen and what would you recommend that owners do? Yeah. So, you know, in relation to your Poise for Exit book, um, most businesses that are looking to exit, whether they're, you know, it's a business owner looking to sell in the next Mm -hmm. five years or transition to the family, you know, not everyone views real estate the same. So um, if, if you have plans in the next five years or so, maybe even 10, uh, to sell your business, it's good to reevaluate uh, the real estate situation. Talk with someone that, you know, is an expert in commercial real estate and, and get a feel for what that plan should be uh, to align with the future plans of selling the business. Because not every buyer wants to, you know, acquire the real estate. Not every buyer wants to lease that space for three years after they acquire your business. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're taking those employees and, and putting them in other locations that they already have. So yes. uh, it can sometimes be a crutch in mm-hmm. a sale of a business. So it's good to evaluate that and at least know your options. Exactly. So. I was going to just say having scenarios and knowing where you're going to land, whether you lease it or sell it or whatever, um, I think knowing ahead of time is really smart. So, okay, what's the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you, Sam? Yeah, so we'd love to connect on the phone, uh, come by your office and, and meet in person and mm-hmm. just talk about your current situation and, you know, what what things you like and don't like about, you, you know, your real estate at the moment. And, you know, we can help with that plan going forward on, you know, what the next steps are for, you know, potentially leasing space or purchasing property down the road. Wonderful. And should they check your website out or call you or what, what, what works? Yep. So our website is www.creminnesota.com. And okay. that's spelled out. Uh, and you can reach me anytime okay. uh, on my cell phone. So Perfect. We will make sure to put that in the show notes. And for our listeners, you can find this and all other episodes available for download on the Poised for Exit website at poisedforexit.com. You can also order a copy of my book, Poised for Exit. Please do share this episode with your colleagues and business owner friends. We appreciate your follows and your comments and your reviews. Thanks, everybody. Join us again next time.